From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter, and I'm flying solo today to give you the latest update on the government shutdown. Talks proceeded over the weekend, but they were not able to cut a deal. And by Sunday night, they announced that there was still no deal, and that is why the shutdown continues with hundreds of thousands of federal workers uh, furloughed. So where are we, and what can be done to fix it? Republican Majority Leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, did make an offer to Democrats Sunday, but it wasn't good enough. They, he needs Democratic support to get a stopgap spending measure passed. He's trying to pass a three-week stopgap to reopen the government. But, of course, you need 60 votes in the Senate to do that, and there are only 51 Republicans. To get a bipartisan deal, Democrats have refused to go along unless they get some kind of commitment that there will be action quickly on both a budget and protection for the so-called dreamers, these uh, immigrants who were brought here to the U.S. as children illegally, uh, and they want that done, some kind of commitment to take quick action on that instead of waiting until March, which is the deadline that President Trump has given Congress. And most of the weekend was spent in backroom dealmaking trying to figure out to what extent McConnell and company could give that kind of commitment to Democrats and to what extent it would get him in trouble with his base. And so what we had by Sunday night was some movement by McConnell. Uh, McConnell had initially been saying that there would be no discussions on immigration until the government got reopened. He moved off of that Sunday night. We did see some movement. And where we are now was he came to the Senate floor Sunday and he said, Should these issues not be resolved by the time the funding bill before us expires on February 8, 2018, assuming that the government remains open, it would be my intention to proceed to legislation that would address DACA, border security, and related issues. It is also my intention to take up legislation regarding increased defense spending, disaster relief, and other important matters. The shutdown should stop today. So that's what he said, and what that means is he's willing to try to get a deal. This, this next stopgap would expire on February 8th in three weeks. He's now willing to try to get a deal on the Dreamers and try to get a deal on the budget by February 8th. And if there is no deal, he's still willing to take those measures and put them on the floor and let debate happen and just see how these, how these issues play out. But Democrats were still not willing to go along with that. They regarded that as insufficient. The Democratic leader, Chuck Schumer, flatly rejected it. I am happy to continue my discussion with the majority leader about reopening the government. We've had several conversations, talks will continue, but we have yet to reach an agreement on a path forward that would be acceptable for both sides. For that reason, I object. So where we are is there will be a vote uh, Monday at noon 
to proceed to this three-week stopgap funding measure, which obviously has one of two outcomes possible. Uh, if they reach an agreement on how to proceed, then there'd be a vote. Uh, they get enough, they get at least 60 votes to pass it. They can then quickly pass a stopgap funding measure. It would be sent to the House, probably also on Monday. Passes, they'd, they could, assuming they can push it through quickly, they can get the president to sign it. And the government reopens, theoretically, as early as Monday night, if everything goes well. That would then put the government back on autopilot for three weeks until February 8th when the pressure would be on, would they be faced back with this whole situation again anyway, and the pressure would be on to get these deals on immigration and a budget. Option two, of course, is they still can't come to any terms Monday, so the vote happens and they don't get 60 votes and the shutdown continues and we have, we don't know how many more days of these negotiations as they try to reach a deal. Complicating all of that and complicating these talks, too, is the whole issue of President Trump's border wall. As we all know, Trump wants funding secured for his wall along the Mexican border. Uh, but the administration you know, over the weekend was not very clear now on how much money they need and exactly when they need it. Uh, folks might remember that Back last May, when Trump proposed his budget request for this fiscal year, he had put in, he had requested $1.6 billion for the, a down payment on the border wall. That was it, $1.6 billion. This thing is supposed to cost anywhere of $18, 20, $20 billion in the long term. He was only requesting $1.6 billion. Now, Chuck Schumer had said, and he had a private meeting with Trump at the White House on Friday, he said he finally agreed to fund Trump's border wall, but Schumer has never said exactly how much money he was willing to put on the table. He hasn't told us that. Uh, the Trump administration has said Schumer's offer was insufficient. There was also a question of Schumer may have agreed to authorize the full $18 billion dollars, and White, the White House budget director, Mick Mulvaney, over the weekend said, it's just an authorization. We don't have any guarantee of actual funding. But on the other hand, it's not clear that $18 billion could be provided this year and spent this year because the administration itself had not requested to, to do that much. So it, it's really not clear where we're standing. The White House liaison, Mark Short, late Sunday night, told reporters that they want the full $18 billion guaranteed somehow, uh, CQ reported today. But we don't know how that would happen. One Congress can't bind a future Congress unless he's talking about putting all, funding all $18 billion immediately, which would seem unlikely, but we'll have to see how that plays out. So that's the heart, I think, of where we are right now. It's a very fluid situation, obviously. Neither side claims to want the shutdown that has happened, uh, and both sides are now working fairly furiously to try to find a compromise here to get the government reopened, but so far, no luck. And in terms of the, the whole shutdown's genesis, which is hotly debated, of course, each side is trying to blame the other, and Democrats, of course, say 
they can't negotiate with the Trump administration because the Trump administration keeps changing its positions. And unless it's a bipartisan deal, they're not going to agree to a stopgap funding measure. Republicans say Democrats clearly caused the shutdown because it was Democrats who blocked the stopgap bill from going forward last week. Um, and both sides have points on that. Uh, usually when there's a shutdown, the public says it's a pox on both your houses and blames all incumbents. So neither side looks particularly good when there's a shutdown, as, as I think lawmakers of both sides have acknowledged, and that's why both sides say they don't want a shutdown. But nonetheless, they've created one, and now they're struggling to figure out how to get out of it. We may know a lot more in coming hours, so stay tuned. Uh, that's about the latest update we can give you right now. Thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your CQ Budget Tracker editor. We'll be back next week, or maybe sooner, as developments warrant. Until then, you can keep up to date by reading your daily CQ Budget newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or NPR One. And for more on this subject and other stories, visit rollcall.com, check cq.com, or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQNow or at RollCall.